This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And uh, what was I going to tell you about? Oh, yes. Uh, what is available via listener rewards here what? in the month of September? A vintage copper fire pit. Wow. Uh, cards to Green Mill, gift cards to Green Mill, and movie passes to see the movie Abominable. Don't forget to download our app. Get yourself registered for listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. There, there you have it. All the, ne- all the news you need to That's know in a right. nutshell. Okay, Brad yes. Pitt. Ad Astra posters were everywhere, or uh, billboards were everywhere. In, Into the sun. In, in Hollywood. The stars. Into the stars. Ad the Astra. Stars. But they yeah. should have called it that, but it's called Ad Astra, and it's him, and I saw the Kylie Skin Care uh, was a big billboard. Oh, so he's all over the billboards. Okay. Yeah, in, in, in Are they Hollywood. close-ups of him? Um, Kind of the space theme, and then okay. the man, and his face, and then Ad Astra. They should just say, Into the Stars, yeah. Through Hardship. Anyway, they made this big, huge, flippant deal on GMA that Brad Pitt. Oh, I was I was very okay. disappointed in that because he used to have he and Angelina had a tight relationship with NBC, NBC and yep. they loved Ann Curry yep. specifically. And uh, anyway, they've had no allegiance to anybody since this breakup. You know, mm-hmm. almost it'll be three years on September twentieth, the day Ad Astra comes out. Interesting. Okay, interesting. (laughs) I mean, I can't believe it's been three years since Lyon Moriarty was in our studio. Isn't that something? She was in our studio, the author of Big Uh Little Lies and many other books. I picked her up out in the lobby and I said, I didn't even care about her. I just said, Brad and Angelina are in a fight and they landed in International (laughs) Falls. And she's like, what? Tell me more. So all we did was talk about that. No, I just thought, I was like, oh my gosh, they were so, anyway, they're promoting Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Feels like it's been so much longer than three years. I know, doesn't it? it That feels like a lifetime ago. Well, probably feels like both of them now, it does, like three years, when you're three years away from the breakup, I feel like everybody is breathing easier. Everybody has gotten more comfortable with what the life whatever their new life is. Maybe forgiveness has happened. Understanding of things Mm -hmm. have happened. You know, it's not as raw. 
So, but of course, this little sit down we have that was pre-taped. Which bugged me so bad. And they, it literally, it was the last segment, though. They didn't even give it any love. I it know. It was three minutes. All right, here we go. This movie, it seemed very really physical. First of all, I really appreciate a stuntman. <laughs> it is a bit of a Peter Pan production and not necessarily easy to make it look graceful when you're hanging from wires. Ad Astra stars Brad Pitt as astronaut Roy McBride on a daring mission to find his father, played by Tommy Lee Jones. We believe your father is still alive. Tommy Lee can just, I don't know how he does it. He makes lines work, but I don't know how he does it. I really don't. don't Writer and director James Gray wanted the film to be the most realistic depiction of space ever seen. James and I both had an age where, you know, we probably lived more than we have left. And you start thinking about impermanence. You start thinking of, of your own personal values. My style is... I'm, interjecting something some point of view of mine usually which yeah. point of view were you interjecting here well i um i like that she I'm listening. Listening. Yeah, yeah yeah you are too and you're calling me out on it <laughs> in a good yeah, way <laughs> no it's fair it's all fair it's really coming to terms with knowing yourself a full acceptance of yourself instead of uh, living with regrets or the grief um we carry the loneliness we carry I am telling you, Oscar campaign can start right right no, now. No, no, no. He is an all evolved of that is man. He's evolved. You can tell that is totally. some of that is, and yeah. But even his little thing, I appreciate a stuntman. Yeah. In relationship to Ad Astra, having played a stuntman right. in yeah. Once Upon a Time yeah. in yeah. America, yeah. where he could get an. I mean, I was just like, <laughs> whoa! And I really so I was like thinking it was really going to be. Kind of softball-y and esoteric, but I thought she was really good mm-hmm. with her question. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to pin me on that one. Because mm-hmm. she's like, how was it different? Right. You know, when he was like maybe going into a pad answer. But I really appreciate right. that. Right, and I, and I think he said, you know. But he, then lived more than we have left. Oh, when I heard he, that it one. It felt very heavy for and a That second. one, I was like, whoa. And then the most dramatic space movie ever and i'm like them's fight words <laughs> well it's got to be pretty dramatic then <laughs> yeah no yeah. kidding well, let's well, hear one, let's hear one yeah, more let's... okay you brought an authenticity to the role that perhaps you couldn't have done if you weren't being open with yourself in real life yes i think i think that's bang on and it is the universal human experience today brad pitt is putting peace ahead of the pressure following his divorce from angelina jolie with whom he has six children and after a year and a half in alcoholics anonymous he says he's now sober he's even more in demand than ever with two major performances in 2019 ad astra means to the stars i think it's through hardship to the stars is the hardship worth it yeah there's no avoiding it so you better buckle up. So oh, we're buckled oh, up. Yeah. And I am so pleased that Brad people haven't talked him into a rollout of some kind of a romance. Oh. I really thought there would have been anything, one. Yeah. Well, because yeah. one of the things, what would you be told going to AA? Yep. Coming out of a lengthy relationship and the fact that he rebounded from Aniston to, with Angelina. I mean, right. there was overlap there. So then you got all that crap to deal with. It because, wasn't a rebound. It was a continuation. Okay, but it's a rebound in that the relationship was yeah. ending with Aniston and he rebounded in the arms right. of Angelina Jolie. I mean, that's what people okay. rebound from one relation into a new one all the time without a break. That's they what were I'm divorced. saying. I don't call that a rebound. I just call it a 
But Julia, any any like if you had fallen in love mm-hmm. within a month of getting uh, divorced from Bill, I would have said, "Oh, you're crazy! You're right, going into right, a rebound right, thing." Right, got it. So when you leave your wife for another woman, even though you tell everyone it wasn't for mm. that reason, it is. You Not still clean. haven't dealt with the. You still haven't dealt with, with the, the past relationship. That's right. You haven't yeah. at all. You for you just were like, oh, I'm going to put that in a box and on the shelf, and so deal with that one later. So anyway, they would tell Brad Pitt, don't be getting involved. Sure. Jeez. I'm I. I'm impressed. I think he sounds sexy. Same. Bang on. Bang on. I know. I wrote I down. appreciate <laughs> a stuntman. So do we. Keep. <laughs> I hope his publicist. I want this movie to be good. Yeah, well, I hope she tells him to keep using that when he stumbled on. on gold. I appreciate yeah. a stuntman. Because oh. I I told you, I mean, you guys have seen the trailer for Ad Astra, The yeah. Falling in Space. Oh, yeah. It really looks very realistic when it he's bouncing. It looks good to me, but I, again, I don't we don't like about. anything. We hate space movies. I know it. I know it. All right. Well, well here, here we go. Well, How about a dead. Steve McQueen biopic? Well, it's about time. Fabulous. Fabulous. I love that idea. All right, what here it what is. A juicy role for somebody. Did we have this guy on? Marshall Terrell. He did the book Steve McQueen, The Life and Legend of a Hollywood Icon. I feel like we had this guy on oh, our show because he did 10 years doing the research for the book. I spell Terrell. Terrell is T E R R I L L. We had somebody on for a Steve McQueen yeah, book. Yeah, I know we did. And um, he, I guess it, this is. We did. We I d- see the cover. I right know. Here. I the knew Life it. and Legend. Yeah, we had him on for this book. Yes. It came out in 2010. Lori, we have this. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, McQueen makes an appearance in Once Upon a Time in yes, America, as played by Damian Lewis, because so, we find out not only from the Chaos book about the conspiracies around yes. Manson, but also from this. Uh, Steve McQueen, The Life and Legend of a Hollywood Icon. It is in that guy's book that we find out where that McQueen was supposed to be at Sharon's Tate's yes, he was, house the night, night of the, mur- yep. the murders and uh, instead uh, had gone off with a gal that he'd been, um, you know. Not at a party or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, this guy is like, it's, you know, this would be, I guess, Steven Soderbergh at one point was attached to this. Uh, James Gray, the guy that's doing this Ad Astra with right. Brad Pitt. Ryan Gosling And there's a renewed to, interest because of the recent, you know, the recent... Of course. But, you know, just... Quentin Tarantino film. And they said this guy did so much research. It was totally on our show. We did this book. Yeah. And The Magnificent Seven. I yep. mean, The Great Escape. That, you know, oh, there's so I much story. He just embodied sexiness, though. He was a stud. At one, he just looked... At one time, Jeremy Renner was attached. No. No. But I can no, see no. that. Channum no. was attached at one that. time. So who do we know Ryan now? Gosling was attached. That I, I can see. I totally can see that. At one time. So I don't know. We don't know. Let's but, just hope it's not old redhead over, you know, Damien. No. No, it won't be him. Yeah. It won't be him. Because he's who played Steve McQueen in the Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. The guy who's on Billions. Oh, Brody. Still can't remember his name, but I know him as Brody from Home Homeland. Homeland. How oh. about the ladies on the Hustler uh, red carpet at the Toronto Film Festival? Did you look at any I of those? I have not seen those pictures Well, Donnie yet. posted Jennifer Lopez. In yellow, She's gone yeah. a, a whiter shade of pale. Her hair is very blonde. I don't know that I She's like that She's very tan. Thing. 
She's wearing an amazing uh, dress. Most women would look like deconstructed Big Bird. Yep. Donnie posted this, but she's wearing this Maison Yeya gown. Like, it is not wearing her. She is wearing that gown. And she's wearing, her purse is a million dollar bill purse. It's just, I love it. She is... It was a fancy red carpet. Lily Reinhardt wore a white dress with roses on it. Constance Wu dressed in a sexier way we've never seen. There were, you know, it's Toronto Film Festival. And this movie is getting good reviews, you guys. You know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes with 25 reviews? It's high. 96%? Yeah, Yeah, the woman who who I guess directed this movie. I mean, it is like the dialogue spheres, everything about this. I bet it's really good, but again, it's about... Women, you know. Dude, how is it any different than Wolves of Wall it's Street? Not, Stop being so sexist. I, it is not. It is not. It's These the same thing. athletes were excited to see. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of like, don't. I, yeah. w- I was. You were like. Well, we're not condoning I'm not condoning it's a, it's, a it's a movie, people. Yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> but I was just saying, and you agreed with me that day, that it, they had a hard time describing what it was about. Yeah, they need to embrace. They, they're, they, they're playing strippers and yes, everything. But Hopefully they're going by the all time. around it saying they're pole, pole artistry and, and whatever. Just they're not saying. It. It. They it. are Women exotic bonding. dancers, if you want to use that. you know. They've been walking around the whole thing. I mean, you know, I saw Deja Vu on the Hollywood and vine it's the same slogan here thousands showgirls and one thousands of beautiful girls and three ugly ones i'm like is this a franchise the deja vu maybe i don't know i don't know how to answer that question but well i can't believe you didn't go in and check it out (laughs) deja vu kaya gerber celebrating her 18th birthday wearing her mom's 1992 MTV video dominatrix outfit she looks amazing she looks exactly like her mom it's a versace I love that her mom kept that, and I love that her mom and dad were okay with the 18-year-old having a dominatrix theme uh, party. Those are some L.A. parents, you guys. (laughs) Oh, I'd say yes. Yes. We posted that, too, but oh, my goodness. Wow. She looked exactly like her mom. She is a doppelganger for her mom. Mm -hmm. All right, listen. And Jennifer Lopez, you're saying yay or nay? Big Bird or Chic? Show me the picture again. I kind of, I I wasn't into it because she wears so many amazing clothes. I felt like it was too much. I thought it was chic. Take a look at it. It's posted. You can judge for yourself. Chic la freak. Chic la freak. We'll Mm -hmm. be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's let's get to it. There's so much that we haven't even touched. Oh, but we will uh, touch a story that uh, we've been talking about all afternoon just because uh, the freezing of all of this is all very delicious. Sarah Palin and her husband, Todd, have reportedly split after more than 30 years. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Together. And when you've been with someone for that long, I think it's just you're not going to mince words about maybe the reasons why you are deciding to split. So Todd filed for divorce in Anchorage Superior Court last week on Friday, citing, quote, incompatibility of temperament between the parties such that they find it impossible to live together as husband and wife. They don't agree on a damn thing, including sleeping with each other. Well, I don't think that they have for a very long time. I think these two have been separated forever, and it just came time to, yeah. to really? sign the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have not seen the... I just don't believe they've been together for years. Mm. Yeah, that's the kind of the wording where it's like, you know, we haven't been together for a while, and we're yes. just going to make things illegal at this point. They have four adult children, and they have one child, 11-year-old Trig, and they are seeking joint legal custody of that child. So well, part of their image was family, family, oh family. My gosh, so yes. the fact that he's using this wording is a big slam. It's yep. not saying that they've been living a separate life. I mean, it's being a lot more loud than that. Yeah. So oh, well. I guess they must not have their family show anymore about the camping around in Alaska. <laughs> no, that show, by the way, I believe you're talking about Sarah Palin's Alaska. Mm-hmm. It aired just eight episodes and it also had a highlight reel on TLC back in late 2010 okay, and so. early 2011. Uh, well, Bristol Palin was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. She was also on the Teen Mom franchise over on MTV. Sarah Palin does the diet tea things like the Kardashians do on social media. So, you know, all right, around. Good luck to everybody. Good luck. Uh, this book sounds very interesting. And we're getting a lot of details about this book called She Said, Breaking the Second sexual harassment story that helped ignite a movement. This details Harvey Weinstein's is this downfall. Jody Cantor and Megan, yes, uh, Megan Tui from yeah. the New York Times and Ronan Farrell, right. right? They were on the Today Show this morning about All right. this book. So the book yes. is out. So the book is out. So it's the journalist who wrote that expose in the New York Times that was published about how about Harvey Weinstein, and they're saying that Gwyneth Paltrow played a really instrumental role in bringing Harvey Weinstein down, much more so than was previously alluded to. Uh, They're saying that it was really hard for her because she was worried that talking about Harvey Weinstein and encouraging people to talk about him would bring down her career in a very sleazy way. That's what Gwyneth Paltrow said. And Gwyneth Paltrow talking about when Harvey Weinstein put his hands on her and suggested they give each other massages in his suite at the Peninsula Beverly Hills Hotel after casting her in the lead role in Emma back in 1996. So... She was detailing that the women behind this Brad book... Brad Pitt had to have yeah, a conversation yeah, with, with uh, Harvey, Harvey about uh, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow arguably was one of Harvey Weinstein's biggest stars. So the optics behind all of this. But why are they saying she helped us when it was Ashley Judd and Rose McGowan who were on record and were the first people to... Gwyneth came after... On the record. Sure. Well, 
they're saying that before all of this stuff broke, that Gwyneth Paltrow was, was a confirming to them yes. all these stories and yeah. to get them to go and talk to other people. Exactly. I see, I see, yeah. I see. So she was a crucial early source, even though she refused to go on the record. Fine. Okay. Because she was scared. But she could have helped. Here's someone yeah. else you can talk to yeah. and confirming what they knew so they could dig even deeper. Exactly. I mean, didn't they dig in and find out that that Lisa Bloom, Gloria Allred's oh. daughter, offered to plant horrible stories yes. about how unstable Rose McGowan, Rose McGowan is? And against Ashley Judge. I, that Lisa Bloom. I don't like her anymore. Yeah, so the details about... Well, who has? She took on his case first. Yeah, yep. but okay, tell us. I mean, is this how this part of the book... But yeah, so this is all part of this book. Again, the name of the book is She Said, Breaking the Sexual Harassment Story That Helped Ignite a Movement. So back in December of 2016, Lisa Bloom wrote a email or a message to Harvey Weinstein saying that she could help you against the roses of the world because I have represented so many of them. She said that we can place an article about her becoming increasingly unglued so that when someone Googles her, Rose McGowan, this is what pops up and she is discredited. So that happened back before this New York Times piece was published, but obviously the players knew that this was happening Mm -hmm. because Ronan Farrow was actively working with Rose McGowan because, remember, his story got rejected by NBC before it went to The New Yorker. So all of this stuff was happening behind the scenes. NBC did Ronan dirty. Boy, they don't come out looking good. On anything. On a lot of things. They've been super shady. A lot of things. I mean, you guys are absolutely right. But how about Lisa Bloom apologizing yesterday, saying, I thank Jody Cantor, Megan Tui, and Ronan Farrow for forcing me to confront the colossal mistake I made in working for Weinstein two years ago. To those who missed my 2017 apology, and especially to the women, I apologize again. Well, because she knew she was going to be in this again. I know, but I mean, that is just lame. I don't believe a word she says. Yeah. I don't. Not this Lisa. To do that... Yeah, and to say that I know how to play this because I have worked worked, with so many of these women. It's so gross. Just on like a purely personal ethic point of view. It's just like, especially with who her mom is. Yes. I mean, come on. Her mom being attorney Gloria Gloria Allred. Allred. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finally, before I leave you, another reboot over at the CW, perhaps giving the Riverdale treatment. This would be Dark Shadows. Yes, 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 yes. Angelina and Barnaby live again. Yes, so this might be coming to the CW called Dark Shadows Reincarnation. Or Angelique and Cassandra. Oh, and Barnaby. I never watched that show ever. Yeah, Julia, this is where my four years older yeah, came in handy on this show. I this know. hits Lori's oh. quadrants. All yeah, it's got to be good, though. Not like that bad movie they made. Oh, oh, yeah. oh remember that poor Johnny. Johnny was in that, too. Oh, I was just looking that. around at our man while All right, the is it poor traffic news out there? Uh- Let's talk about sex for now To the people at home or in the crowd It keeps coming up anyhow Don't be coy, avoid, or make boys Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us On this Sex Monday I think my favorite uh, way I've seen uh, Divorce filing is The incompatibility of temperament Between the parties, I just love that <laughs> This is the pale and breakup Somebody yeah. out there wrote that down 
Oh, it's oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> it's just away. so, so good. Okay, so, all right, here's a little uh, thing. It's always worth... Sometimes we just have to have a sex buffet of sex uh, things happening at okay. this type point in the program. And that's what I'm calling it, the sex buffet. And it's worth revisiting for the ladies who are dating out there, living the single living lifestyle. Living the dream. Living the single loca. But every once in a while, they're going, how come nobody looks at me when I'm getting my get up on and I'm looking kind of hot tatsy? Are you wearing a nude lipstick or are you wearing a bright lipstick? Makes all the difference in the world. Wear red. Wear red. It has been proven the yep. gaze on someone, whether it's red or a hot, hot pink, pink or whatever is your You best. need a bright lip to put your best foot forward. It's the gaze. It will be longer. It will last longer upon your... Hmm. And that's all you need is sometimes you need another three seconds of... Uh, that's true. Eye contact. Yeah. Seal the deal. Well, at least, you know, it's, there's, it's Wear just, a bright colored shirt. Yes. I mean, wear red. Red, you know. red. Anyway, so that's just a reminder. Thank you, Lorraine. Okay, so that is going on. Now, someone that's a good else. a reminder because I think that's such an easy one to do. Well, because I know I get super lip lazy. Same. What, what do I have on right now? We have nothing on, but I could brighten it up. I I went to Parvana and I restocked on a couple of things, Julia. But they have some nice bright lipsticks, uh, pencils. Not pencils. They've got a lip color. I'll do my uh, right, a lip color and a gloss. I'll show you later. But All right. that are good together. Right. That make for a bright without uh, without going in the wrinkles. Without, Without going bleeding in the, in the teeth, wrinkles, in the, t- oh, in the, the teeth, teeth too. You know, yeah, that's an issue because we see a lot of people who have that on their teeth. Well, yeah, you're, if you have a clean finger, you put your finger, finger in, in your, your mouth, mouth and you pull it out slowly with I'll your lips it around real it. Slowly, yeah, it, it seems dirty, but it, what it does <laughs> if you're is you're somewhere where yes. someone's looking at you, and it might be a little weird. Uh, okay. Bite uh-huh. your finger. That yeah. also works. Flip your hair. Okay, so Cornell University, really. Wanted to know something, Julia. What did they want to know? They want to know why heterosexual marriage rates are going down, down, down. Because people don't want to get married as much anymore. No? No. They're getting married later? No. What Cornell University, they are offering up this explanation, Julia. Okay. And this was just published in the Journal of Marriage and Family. Oh, a favorite of yours. It is. And they looked at... uh, uh, they looked at data between 2007 and 2012, and then 2013 to 2017. Apparently, there's uh, a, a, something called the American Community Survey, where they do five-year marriage statistics on the same group of people. Okay. Okay, so so that they can use to, to do all kinds of things, determine all kinds of things. Okay, guess what they are blaming? The reason why heterosexual marriage rates are down, and I love this answer, you're going to want to write this down, is that there are not as many economically attractive men for unmarried women to meet as there used to be. What does that mean? It means women are making more money now, and they don't need to rely on a man, is what I'm thinking. Well, economically attractive, I... I take it to mean that you want some compatibility there. Well, exactly. And so when you're making more money and you can't find men on your same scale. Yes, yes. And it's it's women on both the high end 
and the low end of the socioeconomic spectrum that face a harder time in finding an economically attractive. Wow, that's Do you think the trajectory of women has just been big time? Well, no. I I think... uh, I I don't know. Do you think men have slowed down, Lori? Well, the potential... As as maybe as women have become more of their own dream, yes, that's, they're not having to you know. I said this, but you said it husband. with different words. I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, there's there just can be, and depending on where you live, there can be economically uh, attractive men that are not around as you would like them to be. Like mm-hmm. I have a friend who lives in a very rural senior citizen community and her number one thing is she said i would have i will have to date people in their high 70s low 80s those are the only economically Mm -hmm. compatible men and she said they're you know and then you know there isn't anything else and i'm like okay she said yeah i mean that's just what i said that's really something I said, well, can't you find an economically there. attractive 75-year-old? I bet they're out there. She said, they are, and they're taken. Yeah. It's Well, it's and, yeah. but I mean, this is talking about younger people because it's talking about marriage. The first time is yes, what yes, I was kind yes. of thinking about from the study, but I think... Well, it has declined. Marriage has declined over the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. Well, duh. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, that is, you know... It, the upside isn't as bright as it, I mean. Just marriage for a lot is of still based on love, but yes. it is still fundamentally, uh, and it can be an economic transaction. I mean, I don't ever want to see anybody get married to somebody who doesn't have a job. Well, no, you know, and all that or kind has of a stuff, huge or have a debt, debt without yeah. Yeah. telling them up front and having a plan. Right? No, it is bad idea. It's a horrible idea. Okay, here we go. Now, this I am doing. Because I feel like I might have contributed at one time to the scare. Not that it, not that anybody listened to me or anything like the that. The bird flu. No, I am talking about women who shave, or men who shave or wax all their pubic hair. I was remember I said you, you said know, you're going to lose your scent trap and no one's going to come back. Okay, that part can be true, and that you will stretch out the area if you wax heavily, and it will be. Labia lobia. Yeah, that's right. Loopy, <laughs> droopy labia could happen. Any, I like mine better. Or sex. Labia lobia. Labia lobia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all of that probably is, is still true. No, okay, all of that all right. is, prob- is, is true. But you have something you new to add? Ripping gentle skin with wax. Imagine repeated peeling underneath use, your eyelid. Repeated use is pulling, pulling, pulling. I mean, I'm thinking about some of the scrotal ball sack <laughs> waxing that's going on out there. Those things are going to be paper thin and drooping quite a bit. Anyway. I think more shaving happens there, Lori, than the wax. Wax? Yeah. The come. back sack and the crack, Julia. Wax. I know, Lori, but I think that's things it. have changed. No. I, I, Okay, you do not know that for a fact. I do know you that. Do not. I just been in Hollywood. What? Okay, what did you see? Nobody she- is waxing more than Hollywood. Well, I know, but you know. okay, waxing salons <laughs> all over the place, verbatim, back sack and crack. Okay, fine. Done here. Alrighty. Okay. It actually says that. Yes. Yes. Oh. That's been the line oh, forever. Donnie. You can get, get a colonic so at a vegetarian yeah. juice place, and the colonic will be upstairs, and the juice mm-hmm. place will be downstairs. Lori just came back, and yeah. uh, everyone eats air. 
It's fresh in my mind mm-hmm. uh, right oh, now. Man. But anyway, the, this is from Ohio State University. There had been, I th- the thing I was thinking that I might have, could, is that if you, that one of the reasons uh, not taking off all your body hair, would you be getting a chance of having an STD more easily? Ooh. Oh, that was yet another one of yours. Okay. That was light because okay. that one I felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> I thought just use a condom and it doesn't really matter what kind of hair. And, you know, like uh, you shouldn't be having sex if you're just shaving down there on a fresh shave day. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you, have, if you have little pieces of toilet paper from the cut. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> that's really not attractive. <laughs> Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. What's going on down there? I got myself shaving. Talking about a mood killer. Yes, have a little bit of a push. Thank goodness that's coming back in. I mean, really. Seriously. Okay, so here's here's what Ohio State University is that she wasn't surprised by this. She said there is no uh, biological reason why uh, shaving or waxing would lead to increased susceptibility for glu- specifically chlamydia and gonorrhea. Now, of course, <laughs> really bad it really cuts you back. It, you don't want to invite over. No, but, it, but it, I will say this about waxing and shaving. There's nothing if you're going to get crabs, otherwise known as lice. <laughs> there's nothing for it to grab onto <laughs> if you don't have any hair down there. <sighs> you know that. Speaking I, from experience. I, yeah. Well, I bet crabs has really gone. Oh, I hate that word. You don't ever hear about crabs anymore, crabs. though, Larry. Well, well, that's because people don't have body hair. And right. this particular study, 98% of the 214 college students mm-hmm. had said done some grooming. And uh, uh, 18 to 54%, so this tells me they weren't sure how to answer the questions, were extreme groomers. Because that's a big range of extreme groomers. They didn't know what it meant. Is a triangle, is a landing strip extreme. You know, you got to have specifics and then you need to have drawings. (laughs) Drawings. The middle of your legs. Visual aids. Yes. (laughs) So you can pick if you really want to get a good. How does pubic hair affect any kind of STD type of situation? The college kids need to have the visual for the checkoff of all of this. Unbelievable. So good news. And all of them agreed to share their STD results with the thing. And only 10% of the group tested positive for an STD. And even though it's a small group, they just said, you know, uh, use the condoms and, uh, (laughs) you know... Uh, you should be okay. Oh, Lori's trying to say what 
the person who did the site now. Now you, the <laughs> positive people go to this side of the room. Everybody else go over there. I've got a message. No, but the fact that 18 to 54% didn't know if they were extreme groomers or not. That's, well, what does extreme grooming mean? Wax off. Everything. Yeah. Well, so to you, but, extreme groomers, all everything. of it's done. Right. Because a what land, if I have a mustache still? Uh, well, then you still Down have there? a spot of hair. <laughs> A mustache. Oh, on your face. What if you're a guy oh, and you still face. have a mustache? Oh, I oh, no. <laughs> well, there are mustache bikini waxes. Off the stash. Okay, we've gone in the toilet. Really? Happy Monday. Completely well, off the rails. you know, it's gloomy out. Yeah. What else are we going to talk yeah, about? We we're not talking go, about. No, I'm talking about if you're a man and like someone said, are you extreme groomer, but you have facial hair. How would you answer? Oh. Well, they were only looking at hair down there. Well, good oh. to know. Yeah. And, All you right. know, so anyway. Because it could affect you if you're using But those are know. the most common STDs. The good old lady chlamydia <laughs> and gentleman gonorrhea. Uh, no, they both not happen. Be, they're not the same thing. But there's no connection. Okay. <laughs> those aren't royal titles. Right. <laughs> This new connection between hey, the bold moles okay, you know and Lady Chlamydia. Okay. You shall go forth with your your little your little bald mons pubis oh, and roll through life as long as you wear condoms. Okay, we really gotta go. That was deli- That yeah. was really. I mean, really. Where are we going with this conversation? Oh boy. I'm glad that we know that now. Me too. Because I had scared you have people in. I was yes, scared, so and, and I think that's a good. That's a good thing. That's a good report. You don't need to be worried about that. Now nobody got time for that. There's so many other things to worry about. Worry about bigger things now. Exactly. You've saved so many people. Well, I, you know, I'm just helping the hairless. (laughs) Oh, extreme. Okay. Extreme. Or well, even if you have what a, do they call the extreme what? Groomers. Ex- groomers. You're just having groomer. extreme groomers, not the <laughs> Okay. That should be a, pro- a check in your profile. Extreme, extreme groomer. <laughs> All right. Oh my word. We'll be right back. It's if moving too far. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Let's talk, everybody. Let's talk about Truth Hurts by Lizzo being a second week at the number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Fabulous. I know. Yay, Lizzo. I'm still kind of choking over our last conversation. You know, speaking of that song, yeah. I was uh, I got finally got to Allianz Field on Saturday night yeah. for, the, for the game. Mm-hmm. And there, um, we're walking around. And they're playing that song over the Truth speakers. Hurts. Truth oh, Hurts. Everybody's singing. They're everybody, all singing it. Everybody knows the words. It was fabulous. It's so... <laughs> So good. And she's doing, you know, today has a new digital series called Women Who Rock. Okay. And Lizzo was, Boy, she, was one of the first. Her. Well, everyone, I mean, Taylor yes. Swift is just, they're doing this thing called We Can Survive Benefit, Benefit Concert at the Hollywood Bowl on October 19th. It's Lizzo, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Jonas Brothers. I mean, she's just in the hot, she like uh, hot. in that company yep. of people. <clears throat> but anyway, <clears throat> she uh, it's uh, she talks about the um, one of the things I really have in getting to know Lizzo is I like she's one of the few celebrities that takes her fame and she tries to shift the conversation 
from herself back to the fans. Like if she's laying in bed, like she did a thing where she's talked about that she's depressed. And I know I'm not the only, I mean, she's very relatable, I guess that way. Mm-hmm. And she's, anyway, so on this women who rock thing, she talked about, um, uh, about more jobs for women. She said more jobs for women need to happen behind, happen behind the camera and the stage. We have the skills. We're just not given the, the thing, the opportunities. Once we start giving young girls the opportunities, the music industry would get more diverse and interesting. Right. With who they even <clears throat> hire. We don't want female supremacy. We just want to be represented. We want it to be equal. And if guys understood that more and allowed the space, I think we'd all get along much more. Because I do think in the music industry, it's still very oh, top yeah. heavy male. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she said it's about giving a space and letting some more people in and helping people along the way. So anyway, I just love Lizzo and I'm glad Truth Hurts is number Oh, it's so fun. Number two, I watched the trailer, Donnie, you posted. I mean, Stephen King is having a very good... I'll say. He, his new book is out, The Institute. It's I'm getting already reading it. rave reviews, yep. right? Mm-hmm. You didn't like it too, but it raked in the dough. Oh, yeah. $91 yep. million. Dollars. I'm telling you, it's what all the kids, they, they're yep. back in school and they want to go see a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. Yep. Then the Shining Ugh. sequel. Ugh. Donnie and I both read the book. It's called Dr. Sleep by Stephen Great King. Book. Ewan McGregor, we heard, was going to be Danny Torrance, yep. which is Jack Nicholson's little boy's yep. character. It's posted. Donnie posted this mm-hmm. trailer. <clears throat> you're yeah. fe- you're, all you feel is dread watching yep. the trailer. Yep, another reason I know have no desire to see this. <laughs> it is awful. It sounds awful. No, no but I mean, the feeling doesn't. of dread was just, you're like, oh my gosh. And I think, I don't know. I mean, you, McGregor. I love him. Oh, we love him. I love him. There was a tennis player that looks so much like him. I can't think of his name. We'll oh, be seeing more yeah. of him. There's one that just looks yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. like him. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's anyway, you, He He looked like, you know. He, it just looked good, and I just had feelings of dread, much like The Shining. Mm-hmm. You had dreadful feelings. I just don't understand why those are good feelings to have. Well, you know how they, how, uh, like uh, Kubrick could do it. He, would, just, he would stop the music. Mm-hmm. So it would be like there should be creepy music, and instead there'd be silence yeah. or something. Yeah. That sounds awful. Oh, no, it's Anyway, we posted that, and then if you want to get a peek at Helen Mirren playing Catherine the Great, there's a four-part HBO historical fiction drama coming we posted that trailer mm-hmm. yep. you'd like to get excited or just get excited the Brady Bunch um, oh, yeah. is tonight at